uh, John, the gospel according to John, chapter 1. Anybody happy to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Ooh, glory to God. Hallelujah. We serve such an awesome God. He is a God of love. He is a faithful God through and through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us, for God so commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Glory to God. So we thank God for his love that he already commended toward us. And then John 3, 16, everybody knows this verse, but sometimes we just need to sit and just meditate on it. You know what I'm saying? It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God so loved you. Glory to God. You don't know days when you don't think nobody cares about you, you need to open your Bible to John 3, 16 and say, for God so loved me. Glory to God. When things aren't going right in your life and you think the bottle's about to fall out, you should look at that scripture again and say, for God so loved me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He not just loved you. God so loved you that he gave you his very best and that he gave you his son, Jesus. We have to think about that stuff. You know, because we can allow everything that's going on in the world, and there's a lot going on in the world. They want everybody to come in the bathroom with you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. A lot of stuff changing in the world around us, but we know that these things are to come. Hallelujah. Because we know that Jesus is going to soon crack the sky. So there's a lot of stuff going on around us, a lot of stuff going on in the world. And the enemy wants us to focus on all that craziness in the world. But guess what? We got a hope. And that hope is Jesus, glory to God. And we know that God is faithful and that God keeps his word and he keeps his promises. And he said he will soon come again. Then he tells us in the book of, uh, uh, in the book of John, I think it's 14, where he talks about, I have gone to prepare a place for you, glory to God. So you have to cleave and hold on to the words that he has spoken unto us, knowing that he is a God that cannot lie. Hallelujah. So don't let go of what's going on now phase you in any situation or any circumstance or in any way glory to God hallelujah we have a hope and he said the Bible tells us to hope thou in God hallelujah so glory to God we just thank God for his love thank God for his mercy thank God for sending his son to die for us glory to God and as we open our Bibles tonight hallelujah we're gonna look at the uh, book of Gospel according to John, chapter 1, verse number 1, starting there, it says this. Everybody knows the scripture. It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And it says a verse, I'm going to read verse 2 and 3 also. I forgot to tell them this. The same was in the beginning with God. And it says, all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of man, and that light shined in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. I'm telling you, the light is still shining. Glory to God. You know why? Because God lives in us. Hallelujah. So everywhere you go, you are the very light of this world. Hallelujah. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But it talks about in the beginning was the word. And we know when it talks about in the beginning was the word, we know they're talking about who? They're talking about Jesus. Glory to God. So in the beginning was the word, or in the beginning was Jesus. Glory to God. So we know that Jesus was in the beginning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
Hallelujah. And we know he is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. We know that he changes not glory to God. So there are some people in here tonight that are maybe going some, go through some things tonight. And they need to really tap into the word and know that God, he is alive and well. And he's still seated on the throne forevermore. And he has not forgotten about you, glory to God. He has not forgotten about you. A lot of people think he's forgotten about you, glory to God, but he has. I'm here to tell you, he has not forgotten about you. And he is the very answer to every problem, to every situation, to every circumstance, to anything that you will encounter today and forevermore. He stays the same. That's what the Bible says. He is the same. He stays constant. He doesn't change, glory to God. So it's not today he ain't going to be there for you. It's not today he there, and then tomorrow he not. No, he is the same. He is all always there for you, always fighting for you. Glory to God. The Bible says he ever maketh intercession for us. That's Jesus. Glory to God. That is Jesus. He was there in the beginning. Glory to God. So he knows your beginning from the end. Glory to God. A lot of times we look at God like we are. We dwell in time, but God dwells in eternity. Glory to God. That's who he is. That's what he does. Hallelujah. So nothing that happens in your life ever catches him off guard. Hallelujah. You might think it does. It might have caught you off guard. But let me tell you tonight, Jesus has not been caught off guard. And he has already, always made provision for you in your life. Hallelujah. I don't care if it's financial. I don't care if it's relational. I don't care if it's situational. Glory to God. That ain't even a word. Hallelujah. But he has already always made provision for you glory to God hallelujah so he needs you to lift up your countenance see a lot of times we look at these things and we get discouraged by these things but he says to look unto him because he is the author and he is the finisher of your faith glory to God Look unto Jesus. He is the answer. Glory to God. A lot of times we get into fear. Fear is just false evidence appearing real a lot of times we get into worry. Look what I got for worry. Worry is the opposite of faith. It steals your peace. It physically wears you out. It can even make you sick. When you worry, you torment yourself. You don't even give the, the enemy doesn't have to do anything. You're doing it to yourself, glory to God. Worry causes you, it shows that you are not trusting God. A lot of times we're in turmoil in our life. A turmoil is just a great uh, disturbance, a state of great disturbance, confusion, and uncertainty. So when you're going through these kind of things in your life, Jesus says, look unto me. I was in the beginning, and I will be there in the end. So we need to look unto him, glory to God. Nothing else in this world matters but him. He is the sustainer. He is the keeper. Hello, somebody. He is the healer. He is the deliverer. We're talking about Jesus. Come on, somebody. He is more real than what you're going through. I know you're thinking what you're going through is real, but no, baby. The word is real, remember? And Jesus is the word. More real than the pain you may experience. More real than the family situations you may deal with right now. Glory to God. Because he is the answer, I'm telling you. Jesus is the answer. He is everything to us. And he knows exactly what's to tell us in every situation. That's why we have to keep our ears to him, listening to the Holy Ghost as he leads and guides us and directs us into all truth. Anybody knows what I'm talking about? 
He is the answer, I'm telling you. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse number 30. I want you to turn there. Jesus is the answer to every ill in your life, every situation in your life. He is the answer. He is truth. He is righteousness. He is faithful through and through. The Bible says this in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse number 30. But of him are ye in Christ, who of God is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Jesus has been made wisdom unto us. Unto us. So anybody lacking wisdom, who they need to turn to? They need to turn to Jesus. Glory to God. If you need wisdom in any situation, who do you need to turn to? You need to turn to Jesus. Glory to God. He is the answer. Glory to God. He is the solution. Instead of you throwing in a towel and giving up, God says, look to me tonight. Glory to God. See, a lot of people have given up on a lot of things. They've given up on their marriages. They're giving up on their children. They've even given up on, uh, on other things in their life, like nothing is working. But God is saying tonight, I need you to look unto me. I am the answer. Hallelujah. I am the solution. Hallelujah. I've already made a way for you, Lord God. I've already opened a door for you. Come on, somebody. Look unto Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. He is the answer. Turn to Revelation chapter 19, verse number 11. Even when there's sickness dwelling in your body, a lot of times we allow the symptoms to tell us whether we're healed or not. A symptom is a lie from the enemy, glory to God. And it can't tell you either way whether you're healed or not healed. When, you know, what I'm saying is a lot of times we wait for the symptom to go before we say I'm healed. That's not faith. That's not faith. God is saying right in the middle of that thing, Right where your body is being challenged, and some people's bodies are being challenged in here tonight. Right in the middle of that thing, you are to declare, by his stripes, I am healed. Now, if you had a headache, the pain might still be there. If you had something going on in your belly, you might feel it churning on the inside. But the word is truth. And the more you speak the word, the more, the more it becomes a reality to you. A lot of times think, people think confession is for Jesus. No, confession is for you. A lot of times we're not even convinced of what God said in his word. So we're not waiting until a circumstance changed. We're not waiting until a, circumstance, a situation changed. But we're leaning on and depending upon the word of God. Because his word, it is truth in our life. Glory to God. So whatever you're dealing with tonight, I need you to look into the word. Whatever the problem is, I need you to look into the Word. Whatever's going on in your life, I don't care what it is, I need you to look into the Word tonight. Glory to God. Because His Word, it is truth, God. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 19, verse number 11 says this. And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. And in his righteousness he doeth judge and make war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And it says, uh, and it says here in this verse that he is called faithful and he is true. How many people know that Jesus is trustworthy? Come on now. He is trustworthy. You can always depend upon him. Glory to God. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like. Glory to God. You can always trust him. The Bible tells us this in uh, 2 Timothy 2.13. It says this. If we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, 
he cannot deny himself. He will never be unfaithful to you, glory to God. He cannot be, glory to God. He is the faithful one. He is the one that we can put our trust in. He's the one that we can put our confidence in, glory to God. He said that I will never leave you, neither will I forsake you. Do you trust him? He said, I'm the one that will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. Do you trust him? When you're going through the valley, he's the one that said, I will never leave you, neither forsake you. When you're going through the fire, he's the one that said, I will never leave you, neither forsake you. Glory to God. See, a lot of people have gave you their word, and then when you looked around, they was gone. They left before you even looked back. Glory to God. But God is not like that. God stays with you. He'll never leave you, and he'll never forsake you. See, that's something you got to settle down in your heart, that when you're in the midst of turmoil in your life, he never leaves you. Glory to God. He made a promise to you, and he's the one that keeps his word. So you always know that God got your back in whatever you're going through. Come on, somebody. Doesn't that give you assurance and confidence to know that right in the middle of this thing, I am not alone, glory to God, but I got my God. Hallelujah. The winds may be blowing and the storms may be raging, but God is always right there with me, glory to God. He's not only right there with me, he lives in me, glory to God. The Bible says the greater one abides on the inside of me. He lives in me 24-7, 365, glory to God. So I am never alone. When I go to bed, he's there. When I wake up in the morning, he's there, glory to God. On my way to work, he is there. He never, ever, ever leaves me. So that means he'll never, ever, ever let me down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I got God. Hallelujah. And he lives in me. Because he is the answer. Hallelujah. He is the answer. Hallelujah. Stop looking for the answer externally. The answer dwells in you. Lives in you. Wisdom is in you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus, he is the answer. Glory to God. He is the way out of no way. Hallelujah. He is the truth and he is the life. Glory to God. And he just wants you to put your confidence in him. He wants you to put your trust in him. He wants you to lean upon him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Though the winds may be blowing and the waves may be rising. Hallelujah. We have a God that remains sure and fixed and firm. The Bible said he is Hashur. That's one of his Hebrew names. He's Hashur. And that means he is the rock. He is the solid foundation that that you stand upon, and that rock will never be moved, glory to God. The Bible also calls him the chief cornerstone, glory to God. He is fixed in your life, unmovable, glory to God, hallelujah, in your life, hallelujah. He's the one that is always there, I'm telling you, hallelujah. Somebody give him praise and glory for that. And he, and what I like to say, even when I'm not faithful, glory to God, how many people know that sometimes we're just not faithful? The Bible says he's going to abide faithful. He's still going to be faithful to you. When you have given up and thrown in the towel, how many times has God made a way out of no way? Glory to God. When you said, I am done, I am finished with this thing, and then God just shows up right in the middle of that thing. Glory. He abides faithful. He holds true to his word. Glory to God. I'm telling you, you can cash it in and take it to the bank. Hallelujah. That's the God that we serve. Hey, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is faithful. He is true. He is dependable. 
He is reliable and he cannot lie. What he has spoken about your life, what he has said to you, you can expect it to come to pass. Glory to God. He is trustworthy. The Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs to trust in the Lord with all our heart and to lean not to our own understanding. It says in all our ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. He has, you see, some people don't know that he has the power to do that. He is able to do that. He's able to direct your path. But God needs you to take your hands off those things tonight. Glory to God. He needs you to let go of some things tonight, Lord God. He needs you just to stop where you are. Look at him and say, God, I'm turning it over to you. You got this thing. Some people have been turning it over in their mind. You know how you think about a problem? You look at it this way. Mm. Then you turn this way, you look at it that way. Because you're trying to size up the thing to see how you can get the job done. Well, let me tell you, Jesus already worked that thing out. And all he needs you to come to him, glory to God. Use the word. Come to him through the word. Speak the truth. Speak the word. And you'll see the answer manifesting in your life. See, when you speak the word, you give God permission to act on your behalf. So as long as you want to tour, as long as you want to go through, guess what? You will. But as soon as you begin to speak the word. You give him permission to intervene in your life, intervene on your behalf, intervene in that situation. Somebody hearing me tonight, glory to God. See, as long as you that's why the enemy tries so hard to keep your mouth shut. When you come in the house of God, to keep your mouth shut. When you're sitting at home, to keep your mouth shut. Instead of you reading the word, I was studying for one of my classes, and it says the same thing pastor has told us many times. The word was intended to be read aloud. It was never intended for you to read in your mind. So it needs to be audibly spoken out of your mouth. And, and, and Jewish families, they would sit the family. See, they didn't have a Bible like we have. So they would sit the family down and they would tell them. The Bible says they will tell the next generation of the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, of his powers and the wonders he has done. They would tell them. And see, a lot of times we sit and we think the word. We read the word. You know what you, you know how you read the word. Just look at it and you read it in your mind. But nothing ever comes out of your mouth. That, that's a lot from the enemy, I'm telling you. Start opening your mouth and just say the word. And as soon as you start doing that, the enemy going to start doing some things because now she got it. It needs to be audible. It needs to be spoken because when you speak the word, you allow word. That word it triggers God to intervene and jump in that situation. Everything's been made available for us, but until our words are, the words are spoken out of our mouth, he can't step in. He can't intervene. So you got to speak the word out of your mouth. Jesus is the living word. John 6, uh, 63 tells us uh, the word, it is spirit and it is life. If it is spirit and it is life, that means something happens, something connects. When you, a spirit being, speaks it out of your mouth, something goes into play and something happens. Y'all hearing me tonight? Some things start to manifest. Some things start to change. Things that were in the realm of the spirit, you begin to snatch them and bring them into the natural. Are you understanding what I'm saying? When you begin to open your mouth and you begin to speak the word, I'm telling you, God begins to step in. God begins to step in. I see people sometimes, they sitting and they just praying in their thought mind. Mm, Jesus. Mm. Open your mouth and say something. The angels hearken diligently to the voice of his word. 
that means you got to say something. You got to, y'all understanding me? You got to say something. Glory to God. So going back to God, he is sure enough trustworthy. He is sure enough reliable. He is sure enough dependable. He is sure enough the person that you can turn to. So God is saying, stop worrying. Stop fretting. Stop being anxious. And take note of what he will do for the person who will just open their mouths and begin to proclaim the word boldly. Hallelujah. God's going to do some things. See, when you worry, it's just like being, everybody heard that, that, that analogy. Worrying is just like being in a rocking chair. You doing, you moving, but you ain't going nowhere. So every time you sit there and worry, you're doing something, you're just standing in place, but you ain't really going nowhere. Trust in the one who is faithful and true. Trust in the one who cannot lie. Trust in the one who can always bring things to pass in your life. Glory to God. He is God. Turn to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse number 7. Thank you, Jesus. Silence is golden. It is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody knows this scripture. It talks about casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Casting all your care upon him, for, uh, because for he careth for you. God cares for you. I was so happy that they sung that song tonight, that Jesus loves us. That sometimes is a foreign con- uh, a concept to most people, that God really loves you. That he loves you right where you are, whatever situation you're in, he loves you right now. Current status today, not when you get everything together, not when you work it all out, right where you are, right now, God loves you. And people need to realize that. They've been living under unrealistic expectations that other people have put on them. No, you have to realize that right now where you are, he loves me and he cares for me. That means I ain't got to have it all together. All my I's ain't got to be dotted. All my T's ain't got to be crossed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Right where I am tonight in my walk with him, he loves me. And even before I was born, even before I gave my life to him, he loved me then. So how much more is he going to love you when you give your life to him? God cares. Somebody needs to hear that tonight, that God cares for you. You've been, you've been told by a number of people in your life that nobody cared. You shouldn't have been born, and I don't know why I had you and all that kind of stuff. But let me tell you, God cares. He might have left you. He didn't like you no more. But God cares. God cares. Tonight for you, God cares right where you are. You may be going through something right now. It doesn't seem right. It it, it don't look right and not working out right. God cares. God cares. And let me read that same scripture from the Amplified tonight. It says this. Casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. Casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. So he said all. A lot of times we do this 50-50 thing with God. We just give him what we think he can handle and then the rest I'm going to work out myself. God says, I want it all. 
casting the whole of your care. That means not holding back anything. A lot of times we try to be too cute with God, and we don't tell, want to tell God the real deal. I don't like them at all. Because you think he don't know. But see, he's all-knowing. He already knows what's on the heart. I don't like them. I wish they did not exist, Jesus. He wants the whole thing. Come on, y'all. That's the God that we serve. He wants the truth from your heart. And guess what? When you tell him the truth, you are released from all of that. When you throw it off on him, God, I messed up. I did it. I made the mistake in my life. I, I did this. I did that. I, I'm so sorry, God, but I give you the whole weight of this thing. Because the enemy will use that stuff to try to condemn you and to keep you down. But the Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. That's why God says give it all to me. Yeah, you made it messed up. Yeah, you made a fail. Yeah, you walked right into that. No, I didn't listen to no counsel. I did it my way. Y'all heard them people sing that song. I did it my way. And it did not work out. But God says, even when you do it your way and it don't work out, give me the whole thing. He doesn't want you living under that weight and that pressure of that thing. Because that thing will keep talking to you. You know that. It'll keep saying, you know you fail. You know you fail. Remember when you did this, you know you fail. You know you messed up. You know that, right? You know that. Remember that? You messed up on this day. Remember that? I remember. Don't you remember? That thing will keep talking to you and keep reminded of who you were and what you didn't do and how you didn't do it. Glory to God. That's why God says, give it all to me. Come on, somebody. All your worries, all your anxieties, all your concern, every weight. God says, throw it off on me. Glory to God. And one translation says to throw it away. That means if you got to write it on a piece of paper, ball that booger up, burn it, throw it in the garbage can, whatever you got to do. Say, this is the last day this thing will taunt me. This is the last thing this thing will haunt me, glory to God. I'm getting rid of this thing. I'm throwing it all away, and I'm giving it to Jesus, glory to God. Some people not dwelling in peace because they choose it. They choose to hold on to those things, unforgiveness, bitterness, and all that kind of stuff. I'm telling you, bring that stuff up from the root tonight, glory to God. Yep, mama didn't do it right. Nope, daddy didn't do it right. Come on, somebody. It is the truth anyhow. Yep, they went the wrong way. Yep, whole family was jacked up, glory to God. But now I'm in Christ, glory to God. I got a new start. I'm giving him all of that shoe. I'm going to finish my life strong, glory to God, irregardless to where you started. You're not, hey, I'm telling you, when you come into Christ, you get a new, fresh start in him, glory to God. Irregardless to where your family started, irregardless to where you started, irregardless to what age you joined him, the Bible says all things have become new, and you become a person without a past, glory to God. You become a person without a past. And God wants you to walk out this life. He wants you to live it abundantly, glory to God. But you can't do that when you're walking around with weights and concerns, glory to God. Can't do that when, you got, uh, when you're worried about what I did in the past and how that's why I'm at, at this place in my life right now. A lot of people do that, glory to God. God says give it all. Throw it off. 
all the way. So I don't care if it was when you walked in here, you messed up right before you came in here. Glory to God. I am done with it. I'm giving it over to him once and for all. It is done. Glory to God. I'm not giving 50. I'm not giving 75. I'm not giving 25. I'm giving the whole thing tonight. Glory to God. And I'm walking out of here light and free. Glory to God. Because when your mind is boggled, and it's, there has been a study, like if your house kind of confused and papers all over the place and everything, that's how you are in the spirit. They said that's how you are on the inside. So you got to start doing some house cleaning on the inside. On the inside. Nope, don't need this. Nope, they didn't like me. Thank you, Jesus. Nope, I'm writing this down. Nope, uh-uh, I messed up on there. When I was 20, my credit was jacked up. Yep, I did that. Ain't recovered yet, but that's okay. Jesus is Lord. He going to work it out. Hallelujah. Whatever it is, get rid of the baggage that only know, you know you have. What's going on on the inside begins to manifest on the outside in your life, glory to God. So if you start cleaning up on the inside, guess what? You're going to see the word manifesting on the outside. Come on, somebody. Got to do some house cleaning tonight on the inside. Things that God has been talking to you about. Write that thing down. I'm giving it over to you, Lord God. I'm casting it. I'm throwing it off tonight in the name of Jesus. I refuse to carry weights and concerns. And then the people, the other people that put that stuff on you, they look at you like, okay, you messed up and you messed up for a lifetime. They forget about their own failures. Glory to God. Ain't nobody in here done it all right. Nobody in here. Everybody has to go to the same place. Jesus. So don't even allow the weights of other people to wear you down. Glory to God. Give it over to him. He wants it all. He wants it all tonight. The same verse from the Living Translation. Let him have all your worries and cares, for he's always thinking about you and watching everything that concerns you. That is God. Always thinking about you. He is ever mindful of us. He will bless us. Glory to God. That is his word. Glory to God. So when you're thinking about it in that frame of mind, you don't even want to hold anything back. You don't want anything to be a distraction. You want to be able to run this race, like Jesus said, with patience, looking unto him, the author and the finisher of your faith. I'm telling you, Jesus is the answer in your life tonight. Let's look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Matthew 6, starting at verse number 25, says this. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat and what ye shall drink, nor your body for what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, neither gather in their barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubic unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toy not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if, I, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe ye, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after these things do the Gentiles seek. But your heavenly Father knows that you have need of these things. That's why you don't have to worry. God knows all these things. He knows you need food. He knows you need clothing. He knows you need some place to stay. God knows all of that. 
He said, for your heavenly Father knows that you have need of these things. But then it says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Some people worried about how they're going to make it tomorrow. God wants you to throw it off. Turn it over to him. Glory to God. Put it into his hand. He's well able. I'm telling you, he is the answer to everything in your life. Doesn't want you looking back. Doesn't want you worry. Doesn't want you concerned. Doesn't want you weighted down. God is the answer. Jesus is the answer for your life tonight. Glory to God. And he is saying, give it to me. Glory to God. The word tells us this. To come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And he said, I will give you rest. A lot of times it's not even your mind, it's your, I mean, I mean, it's your mind, your soulish realm, your mind, your will, and your emotions. They run it 24-7, 365. All the time, your mind is running, and it is wearing your body out. Because you thinking, thinking, thinking. And boy, I thinking, thinking, thinking. And I go to bed, and I'm thinking again, and I'm thinking again. And when I get up during the day, I show enough thinking about that same thing that's going on in my life. And then when I go to bed again, I'm thinking about it. When I wake up in the middle of the night, I had to go to the bathroom. I'm still thinking about that thing. Come on, somebody. It's your soulless realm. Need some rest. Need some rest. The wind of God going to blow over you tonight. You're going to get some rest. Release that thing tonight. In the name of Jesus, people too worried, too concerned, too weighted down with life. Glory to God. He's saying, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. I'll give you rest. Somebody's going to be set free tonight by that in the name of Jesus. Need to rest. Need to be able to lay down upon your bed. Get a good night's sleep. See, them as natural things, but guess what? That stuff affects your body. Get a good night's rest and wake up in the morning, refresh. God does things in your body when you go to sleep. And your body has a purpose for you resting and laying down at night. Some things have to be done. All your digestion, all that stuff be working when you're supposed to be sleeping. But if you up all the time and things run, can't nothing do the right. Nothing in your body. Everything is out of sync. You need to rest. Come unto me. The wind of God is going to blow over to you tonight. Glory to God. People just need to rest. Isn't that something just to rest? And Jesus says, come unto me. You need some rest. Glory to God. Glory to God. Some people need some rest in here. I hear the voice of God. You've been running on the inside too long. You are not the ever-ready battery. The bunny rabbit. You need to learn to rest. And the way to rest is to give it over to him. A lot of people not refreshed when they wake up in the morning. They look just as mad as when they went to bed. You went to bed mad and you wake up mad because you need some rest. You need rest. Rest in your mind. Rest for your soul. That's what he said he'd give us. He would give us rest. You ain't got to jump. You ain't got to run. Jesus said, get some rest. Get some rest. He gives you rest. Too many people trouble in the kingdom. Too many people challenge in the kingdom. Glory to God. 
and you and it interferes with your hearing from God. He's always the word says the Bible tells us that uh, the uh, the um, oh, da, 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 da. men there are many voices in the world, but none without sanctification. God is always speaking, but guess what? Everything else is speaking too. So you need to be able to discern the voice of God. His sheep hear his voice, and they know it, and that of a stranger. They will never follow. But a lot of the sheep ain't hearing the voice because there's so many things challenging that voice, so many things coming up that you can't hear that voice so clearly. And God is speaking to you tonight. Glory to God. Some people need rest. Glory to God. You're going to hear, you're going gonna to see your hearing clears up, and you're going to hear God so clearly. Miss Vincent, stand up, please. You're going to hear God so clearly like never before. He's the one that gives, when he comes, he brings peace. When Jesus walked in the room, he would say, peace be unto you. Peace, because people need peace in their life. Too much turmoil, too much going on, and you're not resting. Even when you come in the house of God, you be so busy sometimes. You can't rest and just listen to the word. The word brings forth deliverance. The word brings forth healing. You get wisdom from the word. When you're sitting in here, when pastor is preaching, pastor is preaching, the word is going forth. You get wisdom from the word, but you got to be in the settle down yourself. You got to settle down so you can hear him, so he can direct you, so he can guide you, so you can receive the answers that you need. Glory to God. Just the rest. Stacy, stand up. That's for you. Glory to God. Rest, rest, rest. Woo. Ooh, too much turmoil, too much thing, too many things going on. Rest, glory to God. Your hearing is gonna come so clear. Your hearing's gonna be things you gotta cast off. Anything interfering with you hearing from God, that's what's got to go. If you got too much TV in your hear people want to watch TBN and NBN, whatever them other ends is, CBN, all that kind of stuff. You can't watch all that all the time. When you going to spend time in the Word? That is not replacement for the Word. You got to look into the Word, speak the Word out of your mouth, and not just hear somebody coming at you all the time. That's not good. I'm telling you, that's not good. Jennifer, come. Glory. That's not how God set up the program. Glory to God.